Lumo and Sarge. What is just deserved? Great finish. Your home of football. In the form that he's in, you can't give him the time. You've got to be in his face. Every goal, every game, every moment. Lumo and Sarge is back on a week where Jose Mourinho receives a £40,000 fine and a stadium ban. A week of Champions League football. William with a saving goal for Jose in, uh, in midweek against Dynamo Kiev. But first of all, right, you've just handed me a little bit of plastic card, what's what's commonly known as a driving licence. That's correct. When was that picture taken? I look the exact same, don't I? You look like a thug. Black, <laughs> black don't crack, don't you? Black don't crack. <laughs> no, as I say, no, it was taken about 10. I was 20, 21. You're like, you're about to stick a balaclava on, No, man. mate, it's just a skinhead look, mate, and I'm, I'm pulling it off. <laughs> Don't give me that in my eyes. Massively. That yeah. story you told me in, in the five-a-side where some guys come back through the through the back of you. Did I tell you about the five-a-side? So, anyway, right, so I'm, uh, it was representing Talk Sport commercial uh, commercial team yeah. uh, at St. George's. So, first game, hat-trick, boom, expected. Standard. Started a bit slow, to be fair. <laughs> Missing a few chances. Slow with as, a hattie. As, yeah. 12-minute uh, games there. But the second game, I'd got... I think I had two goals. I was on my first goal and the, the keeper came through the back of me but it was my good knee. You know, I've got a bad knee and a good knee. But he took my good knee out but he's took me out. The ref actually said, You've, mate, you fouled him three times as he's fallen there. Yeah. And he's he's complaining to the ref saying, I've not touched him. He got the ball but he took me, <laughs> he hit me 20 <laughs> times before he made contact with the ball. But no, it was a good day. I've got to say, AstroTurf for 20 years, I've never played on it. I had my first operation when I was 18 uh, on my cartilage, got what, 45% of my cartilage taken away. Got told then, do not play on AstroTurf. And now I'm uh, at St George's Park playing in the Dome. Pick your back up. Pick your ankles up. My God, I was in pieces. Standard. Standard. What, what, what were you wearing? What do you mean, what was I wearing? Not in that. <laughs> Boots. Yeah, moulds. I've, I've, I never wore studs in my career. Why? 20 years. And I think I wore studs twice and I had to get my toenails drilled twice. I can tell you the games. Scotland v Argentina uh, and uh, Wolves v Swansea. And what, I remember what was the, the difference? I just didn't like wearing studs. To be fair, I said to I said to a lot of the players, you know, you training you training moulds every day. And to be fair, some of them started training in studs, which I wasn't too happy about. But <laughs> uh, I just wasn't a fan of studs. It's a different feel to the boot, completely. You know, blades. No. Uh, well, kind of like moulds, blades, kind of thing. That was the way. But the 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 new moulds now are are kind of stud form, but they're, yeah. they're they're plastic. But it used to be the blades. Yeah. Well, this was the thing in in the Stoke game the other day that when we were watering the pitch. And people were still slipping no, over, and they were wearing blades. I'm going to stop you right there now because uh, the 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 pitch was watered. Yeah. But the players who were were, were slipping was Volshard, who yeah. who uh, you you should be wearing studs at the back. You know, if I if I slip and and fall on my backside, then there's another nine players that's got to get through. But he's <laughs> last man. He slips, then it's gonna it's gonna kind of cause some uh, some problems there at the back. So no, I don't I don't think anyone and defenders usually that's that's the mentality most of the defenders I played with they wore studs in training because that's they wear they wore studs the in pre season black boots but, yeah typical black boots. centre half pre season ground hard as anything and they're breaking in their studs <laughs> don't yeah. fancy that do one get the Vaseline out <laughs> that's it exactly. <laughs> Champions League week. Yeah. William, the saviour for uh, Jose. What? Yeah, you know, it's there is so much negativity around the football club. And, you know, I think you said yourself after the defeat against Liverpool, uh, Jose Mourinho would probably go. I never thought that would happen. We kind of spoke about it, saying who, who are they going to bring in. I feel that they have made the right decision. I do believe if results do carry on the way they are, it is something that has to be addressed. But, 
he is the best. He is the best. For whatever reason, just now he's lost the dressing room. I don't know if that's a. It's a. It's well, there a, was there were players coming out and saying that I will not play for him. Well, that's that's what I mean. Falco came out says he wanted to end his loan. It's just I, I wouldn't take anything from what comes out of Falco. He's had such an indifferent period at United and then this at Chelsea. Well, let's put it this way: Jose Mourinho has he faced a form like this in no. his managerial career? But he he did say it back in what was it 2010? He said bad results will come. Of course, and Klopp had it. Dortmund, and, yeah, but bad results will come. But as a manager, that's when you have to manage at your best. That's when you have to manage your players. Uh, we've touched already how how he spoke to William that night, and and the and William's been his best player. William and Hazard were his best players that night, and just just the way he remonstrated to to William was I was disgusted by it. But you know what surprised me more so it was the reaction from William as he done it. Whenever a manager spoke to me, you'd acknowledge it. It was like there was just a kind of blank look. Like, I've I've got nothing to say to you. But he, there's nothing for me. What's clicked and just said, right? Well, he's a, he's a bad manager. You don't believe him anymore. Nothing has physically happened as, as a pedigree as a manager at Porto. He won the Europa League, the league, the Champions League. Oh, well, it doesn't matter what he's won, Johnny. Uh, what I'm saying is he he won the Championship at Acanta. He won the Premier yeah. League at Acanta last year. He brought them back two on more weeks. than one occasion. Yeah, he brought them back a couple of weeks later than everyone else for whatever his own reasons were. And they're not fit enough. They're gradually getting to get fitter and fitter. But you know what? It's that momentum. You lose games. There's more pressure. There's more expectation. And at the minute, the players there's only a, there's only a handful, if that, that are showing the character, determination, desire to uh, to, to step up and, and really really answer. Look at John Terry's outburst the other day with Robbie Savage. Against Savage. Who cares what Robbie Savage has got to say? Who cares what any pundit has got to say when you're playing football? Yeah. I can't believe he's actually reacted to it and come out. Okay, I understand. Maybe trying to humiliate Robbie Savage in his own in his own hunting ground and his own you know you know let, let it do on the pitch do it on the pitch exactly he was the best defender in the Premier League and he has been for a long long time I, exactly but it just shows you that there's, there's, there seems to be a few little cracks here and that is that is a that is a fantastic character who leads by example and it just shows you by his reaction that, that's got to him but he's got to be and it's week after that. week he's, yeah, he's been coming out happens. after the you know the best manager he's won this that and the other he's done this at Chelsea done this at Porto did this at Madrid You're only did as good this as your last game at Inter Milan only as good as your last game but still if if I was in that dressing room I'm looking at Jose and thinking you've not become a bad manager overnight you, and he's you, not. You, you you are judged as a manager on your results so basically if the players aren't fit enough aren't don't have the character or the desire to kind of push on and to be fair they showed it they showed yeah. it the other night. Is it a turning block? They're going to come to our, our Britannia Stadium where, you know what, we were organised, we were disciplined, you know, uh, they know what they're going to get. They did dominate the match with the ball. As soon as Walters got the goal, there was no character. We defended well and it was only through our individual error of our own, uh, Stoke City, that, that, they, uh, that they, they got the equaliser from, from the corner. It's got to be a constant, hasn't it? It's going to be a stunning game of football. Saturday. It's going to be good, but it's going to be a tactical affair. Mark Hughes will know exactly what's coming. He knows that Chelsea's going to have more of the ball. What can he do to stop it? We uh, Stoke can go forward with that quality. They have that 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 forward attack and play, but the, it's a dis- it's a discipline that defensive mindset. Can they be compact? Can they keep the ball when they win it back? Because if you just keep giving it back, it's just going to be basically all men behind the ball. Defend your lines. It's like put a blanket over them. Compact. You can't do that against a Chelsea because they have the quality well, as they showed. Tony Pulis tried it at West Brom, didn't he? Turned yeah, over. Well, they did it at Liverpool. It was yeah. successful, but that's not the football that fans want to see. What what we done in the what what Stoke done in the Capital Cup was was the perfect game. Really, they they, they went forward with quality, with pace, uh, and like you say, they got the goal. It came from a, a Glenn Whelan run. 
You know what I mean? He broke, he broke, uh, he broke the run, uh, and uh, yeah, it was fantastic. But it has to be very much the same. Chelsea are going to have more of the ball, one hundred percent. If they can get into the players, make it difficult for them. I don't think Chelsea have the character to uh, to, to to carry on. You know, if, if we get an, if, if Stoke can get an early goal, then uh, then then Chelsea, that's a big ask for them. The only players I want bigger games from at Stoke City this weekend in particular are going to be the wide players, in particular Zed and Shakiri. In terms of tracking back from that right-hand side with Eden Hazard, if he turns up like he did in, in the Cup and actually starts producing, albeit you know Stoke City hung on for, for the first 45 minutes in, in many respects, he's going to be after doing a, a much better job in tracking back, supporting the likes of Glenn Johnson. And again, Arnie on the left, mm-hmm. Williams being Chelsea's player in form throughout this season. He proved it in midweek with, with a fine, fine late free kick. Jose finally with a smile on his face after what's been a torrid season so far. Um, these wide players are going to have to backtrack like never before. Glenn Whelan's going to have to be on his game alongside him. You're not going to break up that partnership of, of Charlie I can't see that getting broke up. But I, all I will say, what you're saying about Ar- Artovic and uh, Shikiri is that, yeah, okay, have a defensive kind of mindset, but the quality they've got going forward, they have to try and impose that into the game as well. And Johnny Walters... He's going to have to balance, I mean, like you say, more than anybody. A lot of people will, will say, we have to start with Johnny Walters because we need to do a lot more running. Yeah, well, You're going to need to I track. Say, but I, he's also going to have to be the man up front to provide Lead the, the line, spark. the physicality, hold the ball up, you know. And I, I felt uh, he got out an absolute wonder strike uh, in, the, in the cup. Uh, on very poor service uh, the balls coming up to him weren't great but you know what you're going to get with uh, Johnny Wattles you know what I mean he, he's going to he's going to keep the, the centre-backs uh, busy you know he, he, he had easy bustles you know he's he's a he's, he's a good presence to have there but uh, if, 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 if I had to be critical on the performance in the cup let's have better quality going up to him when it does go up to him can we get the support up to him you know but uh, but it was that like I say I think uh, that result was a fantastic result and like you say it's everyone's talking about Jose Mourinho smiling and being banned I don't know if that'll be a, a, a too bad a thing for the players they can go I was going to say good thing or bad thing that Jose's not there it's, it's, I think it's probably it's a almost, good thing yeah the players it, go out express themselves although the communication will be coming it's just that the way that he was demonstrating inside the pitch, no player wants that anyway. But the players, they are quality. They are, they've got quality throughout in all positions. It's going to be a, it's going to be an outstanding match. Well, it's almost a win-win for Jose this Saturday because he's not there. So if they win, he comes back to a winning side, and that's two then on the bounce. Dynamo Kiev, Stoke City out the way. International break, head held high-ish. There, are, there will be some some fans who will say, well, it was because Jose wasn't there. He's going to have to go. And if they lose, he can say, well, it was because I wasn't there. That we've lost. No, can't, you can't say that. He's worked with them all week. Have he's you heard, have you there, heard he's what been, he's been, he's been saying? He can bus, say whatever he likes. Room, he just goes and he upstairs will. and he comes down. He's there with full percent. He can't pass the buck and say, well, I'm not pitch side because he gets that message across uh, in, in an instant through all the technology today. Remy Gard, new gaffer at Villa. Thoughts? Yeah, it was it was an Many interesting people one. Skeptical. It was an interesting one. You know, I think uh, I think Dwight York was was also in the running. Which You're not no chance. I, I don't know. You no. know, I think he, he goes in there. He's a character. He's he's knowledgeable at football. The you correct know. appointment would have been Nigel Pearson. Oh well, there you go. I know Nigel Nigel very well. You know, Nigel. Oh, of course, you. Nigel was assistant manager. Got a lot of Stoke. friends. And... Nigel was assistant manager at Stoke <laughs> when uh, Gudrun Thordeson brought me there. Uh, and oh, do you do the Icelandic accent? And uh, he tried to. Uh, I can't because I'd be swearing on. on, <laughs> on uh, 
But it's, uh, uh, yeah, and Nigel, he actually tried to sign me uh, when he was manager at Hull as well, when I was at Burnley. All right, uh, so Nigel's clearly not the right man for Villa. Yeah, so Making I think... very uh, poor decision. Harsh, harsh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, no, to be fair, I think he would have went in there. He'd done it last year. He, yeah. he got Leicester, 10 games to go and what, what he achieved there. And it wasn't just that 10 games, but the mentality that he got into the squad, that's exactly what Villa needs. So you're probably right, Nigel Pearson, is probably the, the, the guy who should have got it but like you say we'll, we'll see what happens uh, Remy Gard comes in and uh, there's a lot of expectation there as in can he get them out of it can he turn them round they've got players they've got goals in the team but at the minute it's just that kind of I guess it's that habit it's just the momentum of losing they need to get out of that the only thing what I see almost fitting with, with Remy Gard's appointment is the fact that they did actually spend big in the summer they bought a lot of players 30, in. Just, just just north of 30 million it was exactly and the way Remy Gard plays football is an attacking style of football. And when you look at the statistics, though, their clean sheets percentage is horrendous, the amount of goals Yeah, but can conceding. I touch on that? The, Tim Sherwood also had a very similar uh, record at Tottenham. The, the, attacking, uh, the attacking stats were fantastic, creating lots of chances, scoring goals, but defensively were poor. That's obviously why Tim's brought in the backing staff that he did, because he knows that maybe that's where he faltered a little bit. It's not really worked out because I know Tim, he's a strong character. He imposes himself. He wants the team to go out there and create. And he took over a very poor Villa side yeah. that weren't scoring goals, weren't they, creating they weren't chances. They weren't his signings either. But they weren't his signings, but he got them going. He got them scoring goals. Benteke was massive for him at the, the latter part of the season. So I just felt with the players that losing Delph and losing Benteke, that and is the a way, massive And the way they lost Delph yeah, as well. Yeah, it's a massive blow to any manager, to any team. They players could go and, and, and do do a great job at, at, at a high percentage of the teams in the Premier League you know so all I'll say is that he's invested Gustad I'm a massive fan scores goals not quite the Benteke but he didn't start they're not, they don't give him the service they don't give him the service they do not give Gustad the service to go and score the goals that, that, that will keep uh, Villa up I mean his first decision has to be to drop Gabby Agbonlaw. I've never seen such an appalling showing of a striker. And you, I mean, you must have been watching this game, scratching your head. I think he had eight touches throughout the game, Gabby Agbonlaw. Two of those were kickoffs. Yeah, well, Gabby's, uh, I don't know what's quite quite wrong because he is, he is Mr. Aston Villa. Uh, uh, we've got the I've genuinely never seen a performance like it from him or, or, well, or any fair, striker all, all, all players will have one of their performances that they'll want to forget it's how you bounce back from that he's he is uh, he is uh, the captain of the team he leads the line he's got to, he's got to actually kind of step up and really really kind of get the best out of his players but obviously uh, that might be addressed again when the new manager comes in and uh, they just have to turn things around but it's you know what it's just going back to basics grinding out results it might not be what the fans want to see because that's what Tim, Tim Sherwood tried to kind of deliver to the fans that expansive football creating chances and it just never worked because they were leaking too many at the back rest um, of the Champions League games Barcelona 3 Bait Borisov 0 Chelsea we've already mentioned um, saved by that late free kick from Willian uh, United turned over CSKA by just the one goal continuing their run of let's face it not really turning much over City 3 severe 1 massive result for them away from home um, Arsenal bought back down to earth on the road at Bayern Munich Bayern Munich are just that touch better than pretty much everybody else at the minute. No, 100%. And it just shows you again, you know, I think uh, you say brought back down to earth. I always expected Bayern to, to kind of... Well, yeah, but we, we've sat here like many other other pundits and, and football shows. And, well, and they're never going to go on and win the Champions League, John. We, we said this, we spoke we about We said this. they can go on and win the Premier League. I, yeah, I feel they can. But it just shows you the standard of the Premier League. 
against the Bundesliga. That, that for me, is embarrassing. But to be fair to Arsenal, a few injuries, uh, Bellerin, massive, massive. He's been, he's been, an, he's been a, a shining light for yeah. that Arsenal. You know, Ramsey, Walcott, I could go on. Oxley, you know, Chamberlain. Chamberlain, you know. But even then, you say, you're thinking in midfield of they Coquelin, have the midfield of Coquelin, Cazorla. They have the depth there to, uh, so to come in. Yes, yeah, come in and, and cover it. You know, they had uh, they had uh, Campbell in there as well. Uh, Joel Campbell, yeah, scored on his return last weekend. You know, and it's, uh, you know, it's just, they do have the, the depth and quality there, but Walcott being injured, he brings a different dimension. You know, if he stick him up, up top or out wide, that pace, that threat that he, that, he, that he brings, it changes it changes it completely for Arsenal. I just feel it just shows you again that the the, the the standard of the Premier League I feel is faltering compared to the La Liga. He probably even Serie A and uh, and the Bundesliga. Barcelona um, this week have been making a few headlines because for me relying so much less on Lionel Messi. A brace uh, this this time from Neymar and Suarez with uh, with the third Neymar on the thirtieth. Suarez made it two 0 on the sixtieth, and then Neymar again on the eighty third minute. Barcelona beat beat Borisov by three goals to nil, and again no goal for for Lionel Messi. Do you slowly see him coming out of see this is a funny Barca thing, almost? Yeah. So how many goals has he got this season? Would you Let know? Check. I'm I just saying know. to you now that and he doesn't score. And people are saying, "What's going on? What's going on? Is that him <laughs> done?" Shows the class that just him, shows you the class that he consistently performs at Champions League level, La Liga level, and to be fair to him, international level as well, which was his only faltering bit. But he's actually stepped up with the the last uh, the the last campaigns and the World Cup. So all I'll say is that. That's that's testament to to Lionel Messi that that you're actually saying to me. And again, what a three what, that is! What, yeah, Neymar, it's the best Suarez, in the world. It's, Messi. It's, you can't on on their day, unstoppable. And to be fair, when they're not on their day, probably still unstoppable. <laughs> if you know what I mean, they will just have that 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 they ooze that quality. But Messi, that just says for Messi and Ronaldo when they don't score, people are. What's going on? Yeah. Is, is everything all right? And and it's and it just yeah, testament to them. Fantastic talents. Well, even through the middle, I I did think that. At some point, I did think it might be this season last, Barcelona would falter because of the loss of Xavi and they were starting to come away from this Catalan-Spanish mentality of your Xavi and Iniesta in midfield, your Messi. They've always then had the global superstars up front, Ronaldinho, Eto, etc. At the back, Puyol was obviously um, coming out of the side, Pique, Jordi Alba. They've always had this Spanish fruition going straight the way through this starting eleven. You're going to tell me. Well, Go I'm on. just going to say. Remember Xavi and, and Iniesta. Yeah, they were on the bench for Barcelona. They weren't starting until it was all changed around. That philosophy came in, and they just grew. And, and and look, it's it's benefited the international team. It's benefited Barcelona. You wouldn't you know think I mean? it would. You one team could benefit the international team on such a massive massive oh, scale of course you know I think it, it shows you it's uh, it's like uh, I remember the day when you say like Scotland were full, full of Celtic and Rangers mm-hmm. Barcelona is the same it's the best team in, in, in the world by a by a, by a mile you know they consistently performing getting results If if, the, if and a lot of the players are are homegrown as well, mm. well so that's, gonna, that's what did worry me when, when they were signing the likes of Thomas Vermaelen who unfortunately is not really I think he's played what one game in the past Two three two seasons because of injury. They signed Jeremy Matthew, um, Ivan Rakitic. Oh, Rakitic has been doing well. You yeah, know, that that was my box, main you surprise. Know what you're going to get fantastic football on it, and he does nick a goal as well. You know, so uh, I take the best. I, I went to watch Barcelona a couple of years ago, and it was the best weekend that we could have gone because they turned Valencia over five 0 
and it was a messy hand weekend was it that's what I'm saying that's the difference that's it that's that's what I will put if I was to argue a case for the English teams in the Champions League that was what I'd put forward is that Barcelona Real Madrid will be able to go out and turn most teams over like you say the three the fours the fives and then they can prepare they can rest players for the Champions League the Premier League is so high, highly more competitive that you can't rest players mm. Man City if they're not at it they will get turned over by Crystal Palace you understand and that's no disrespect to Crystal Palace I'm just trying to put out an example there Arsenal uh, who they got at the weekend well they turned they lost to Sheffield Wednesday with nine internationals in the it squad it just shows you that the La Liga Bundesliga Bayern Munich will go and turn teams over 5-6-0 and even the fourth place teams Schalke exactly that's the difference because they will run away with that championship every single season whereas this English Premier League title is highly contested week in week out takes more out of the players football's completely different football's faster maybe not as technical but faster and it takes more out of the body it is more competitive the two players I was going to tell you about over that weekend in that game against Valencia two best players on the pitch who do you think they are in a game where Messi scored a hat-trick 5-0 well, the way that you've said that, I've got to go to the defence, haven't I? Two players. So Alexis I'll... Sanchez, when he was there. Yeah. Unbelievable. I think he got three assists. Yeah. Um, never seen feet like it. And Sergio Busquets. Right, okay. Yeah. What an incredible footballer that man is. Yeah, of course. But that's, you know, at the end of the day, they've got to break, they've got to break the game down. They've got to get the ball. And like you say, obviously, uh, Sanchez does what he does best, doesn't he? But Busquets gets the ball, breaks it down, reads the game well, but it's delivery. Plays that simple ball, gives it to the danger goals. And Yeah, exactly. And it, it was one of those games where Messi's obviously taken the headlines, three goals, but genuinely he didn't do a great deal. And it's probably, it's probably unfair to him, but across that 90 minutes, the control that Sergio Busquets had on that game, the creativity that Sanchez played, Messi obviously was just clever and made the right runs yeah. in many ways. And he is who he is, and he can finish from anywhere. No, 100% I agree with you. That's, I think it's uh, when you watch a game like that, as a football fan, and you know the game as well, you you, you, can, uh, you appreciate the work of other players. You know, but Have, have you like ever you been say, to the new camp? The, the strikers actually haven't. You know, but uh, I played against Sevilla in the UEFA Cup, and that was uh, the f- just the atmosphere that night was unbelievable. We were sat literally on the top tier, the very last row of seats, and the away fans up in the new camp. It was genuinely like a, a small box of the tier was cornered off, and it right. had metal fencing all the way around it. And that was Valencia fans, and they gave them about six hundred seats. And the atmosphere is dead when it's quiet. It's horrendous, like it's a pin drop. But then they go. Barca all around and it's the stadium shakes and on the top of Honestly, there yeah. Jesus fantastic right last weekend we started a bit of a predictor yeah you and I six points apiece yeah I'm not having that six point apiece well, it, still was, it pro- was six points apiece yeah, though, wasn't it uh, produced uh, any evidence but of then that. It, it was there's the point what you're making but then there's the other point right where it's six points apiece right come on then <laughs> Lose the aggression, mate. I will have to uh, tumble you, mate. <laughs> well, with that driving license picture, Jesus. Right, Saturday the seventh of November, Premier League, Bournemouth host Newcastle. Let's be quick fire. Uh, you know what? I was very impressed with uh, Mitrovic and uh, Perez. So I will say Newcastle win that one. Score. Mm. I'm gonna go two one away win Newcastle. Oh, so, so I can't say that then, because that's exactly that why you said it. Uh, yeah, I would probably say 2 1. Yeah. That might even be a score draw, that one. But uh, I'm, uh, yeah, 
I'd go Newcastle one. Yeah, Leicester Watford, your mate in form. Leicester Watford, now that is Leicester at home as well. I just can't, I can't, I just can't see past Leicester. You know, I think they, I think that'll be a home win. Yeah, maybe a, let's say two, two one. A Gallo gets a goal for. Oh, I'm gonna get two one. Can't say that. I've said that. Three one. United West Brom they always beat West Brom yeah, Rooney always a, tends to score against a, West Brom that's going to be an ugly game uh, United, United win I'm going to go 1-0 right Norwich Swansea Norwich Swansea hmm at home as well he has defensively tightened up last weekend as well hadn't he and Bacardi you know big I'm man gonna, I'm going to say uh, I'll go score draw yeah 1-1 uh, Nil-nil. Oh, if I killed you again, you're going to see one, one, aren't they? 0-0. <laughs> Oof, I don't think he's tightened up that much. 0-0. Naughty. Sunderland, Southampton. Yeah, so this is a Southampton win for me. For whatever reason, I think uh, Sunderland had a, an absolute shocker at the weekend. Defensively still, no matter Sam's in there, he's trying to kind of do his bit defensively, but I just think Southampton have too much quality going forward, so I will go Southampton win. Uh, I will say 3-1. 1-1. Oh. West Ham Everton West Ham Everton Oof. so is... West Ham are a team you can't really take form into account no you can't Where... they're up and down they're up and down but Everton will take a lot from the, the weekend they've had so I will say that Everton will nick that one Ooh. I don't know if it'll be a 1-0 or a 2-1 Everton 2-1 West Ham oh that's where you've faltered Johnny that's where you've let the side <laughs> down mate Stoke Chelsea oh this is a tough one no for me. Jose no Stoke in, in decent form. Chelsea in awful form. Mm, I think this is going to be a, a score draw. Yeah, but don't fancy Chelsea to finally find the turning point. I hope they don't. You know, if they do, it could be a, it could be a, it could be a very hard day for Stoke. I just hope that Chelsea just one other week just grind just, you know what I mean, just before the international just falter falter one more time. Final if, one, final. Yeah, hurdle. I'm going to say score draw. Uh, Under the floodlights. Yeah, one one. Ah, uh, nil nil. Oh, any chance I'm commentating this match any chance to get me give me a goal to shoot about? well knowing you you'll probably see, see one of their lot on the side of the pitch and say oh you've, you've been in terrible form you and they'll go and bag no I won't see anything like that alright away win 2-1 Chelsea uh, Sunderland uh, Sunderland Sunday the 8th Villa Man City half one uh, yes Man City Man City win could, yeah. be a, could be a 4-0 4-1 Remy's first game yeah Remy can Remy's not had enough time to work with the boys I don't think yeah so you're going 4-0 4-0 or 4-1 yeah 2-0 City Arsenal Spurs massive one Spurs again going into this single form did Villa yeah Harry Kane's picked up Arsenal are retired from Bayern travelling like you say suffering from injuries a lot that goes into this game you know what I've I've said Arsenal are going to challenge for the title so I'm going to go for an Arsenal win and I'm going to go let me see did they shut out? Did Tottenham score? 2 0 or 2 1? 2 2. Goals on Sunday. Love them. Liverpool Palace. Final one. Liverpool Palace. I think that Liverpool will, you know, it's the, he's, 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 he's doing all right. You know, I think it'll be a, yeah, I think a, a Liverpool 1 0. Yeah? Yep. 2 0. No, no. Oh, you can't change it. It's recorded. 2 1 Liverpool. May the best man win. Boom. Pleasure. <laughs> Schoolboy. <laughs>